Hello and welcome to this message from the river. We hope that this message from Pastor Billy Pate inspires and challenges you towards a greater relationship with Jesus Christ. Now let's join Pastor Billy Pate for another exciting message. You say come to the If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn with me to 1 Samuel chapter 3. That is where I'm going to be taking us this morning. 1 Samuel chapter 3. We are continuing our series uh, on God's provision called Hidden in Plain Sight. And our series text is found in Isaiah 45 in verse 2. It says, I'll go ahead of you clearing and paving the road. I'll break down bronze city gates. I'll smash padlocks. I'll kick down barred entrances. I'll lead you to buried treasure, provisions, secret caches of valuables, resources, confirmations that it is in fact I, God, the God of Israel, who calls you by name. Again, I say this often when we start the the, kind of the beginning of these messages, but the truth is God knows who you are. He knows where you are. He knows what you're facing. He is a very personal God, very much willing to be involved in your situation. And all we have to do is invite Him to be a part of that. Aren't you glad you got a God who knows you and knows your name and knows where you are and knows what you're facing? Amen. We don't serve a distant God that is disconnected or uninterested in what we're doing. He is very much involved in our lives. And so today I want to talk about the provision of God's direction and His guidance given to us by hearing and learning to recognize His voice in our lives. I don't think there's anything more important. Listen to me closely. There's nothing more important in the time of history of humanity that we're currently in than for us to have the need and uh, or the understanding and the ability to hear God's voice in these days. We need to be able to hear God. We need to be able to hear God speaking to us. We need to be able to tune in to what God is saying in our lives. And I don't think it's more critical ever in the history of humanity than it is right now that we have the ability as God's people, as God's church, to be able to tune in to Him and hear what He is saying to us because He is communicating to us on a daily basis. He is directing our lives on a daily basis and He will lead us to the hope, the future, the life we're looking for if we can tune in to Him and hear what He has to say. Amen. Amen. We have to be able to hear what He's saying to find His direction and find His guidance for our lives. And so today I want to look at the life of Samuel. And how Samuel learned to hear God's voice and and see what we can draw from the text. There is a voice that is speaking to us today. And we have to learn how to hear what God is saying. Father, I thank you this morning that, Lord, your anointing is in this place. You are in this place. You are here to communicate through me to the hearts and lives of your people. I pray that, God, you would raise up a group of individuals in this church that can tune into your voice, that can hear what you are saying through the noise of the world, through the noise of the enemy, that, God, we are able to hone in to what you are communicating to us and find the direction and the guidance that we need for our lives. I pray that, God, this morning you would open our hearts to hear from you, to receive from you, and that, Lord, seed would be planted that produces fruitfulness in our lives. And we ask these things today in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Amen. Most of us know the story of Samuel. Samuel was the son of Hannah. Hannah was a lady who for years had prayed and prayed and prayed and asked God, please give me a child. She had been barren for many years of her life. And so one day she's praying and, and God speaks to her and says she's going to uh, bring forth a child, and, but that child has to be committed to him. And so she has the baby and she, she uh, raises the baby to the point that he is weaned and then she delivers him to the temple at about three years old He goes and he begins to live in the temple and learn in the temple. And so Samuel is now about 12 years old in his life when we pick up the story here in chapter 3. And uh, God is working in him, God is moving in him, and God is getting to the point where he is going to start talking to him and teaching him what he is to do as the great prophet that's going to come in Israel's history. And so we pick up our story in 1 Samuel chapter 3. Verse 1, it says, Now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days, and there was no widespread revelation. I want to stop there and I want to talk about that for a minute because I think what we can do is we can find a real parallel in the text there in that scripture. It says there was no widespread revelation. The word of the Lord was rare in those days. There wasn't a lot of people necessarily hearing from God, connected to God, really listening to what God was saying and certainly not a lot of people in that day and time that were following God and doing what God was asking them to do. They were just kind of doing what they saw fit in their own eyes. And it says here that there was the word of God was rare in those days. There was not a lot of revelation. You know, when you read that, you think, man, that's discouraging. God's not even talking to people. God's not dealing with people. God, God's barely communicating. I don't think that's what the Scripture's really talking about there. I don't think it was a lack that God was speaking. I think it was a lack of the ability of the people to hear what God was actually saying. There is never a limit on what God has to say about our situation and what God is willing to input into our lives. The the issue comes between our ears when we have an inability to connect and hear what God is really saying. We struggle. I think a lot of us struggle if we're honest in this place, that a lot of us struggle to hear from God on a regular basis. A lot of us struggle to really connect with what God may be trying to say about our situations and about our lives and how God is even not even trying to fix problems but just direct us into His provision, His plan, and His future that He has prepared for each of us. We know that without God's guidance and without God's direction, we end up in a mess every single time. Anybody ever walk themselves into a mess? Anybody ever find themselves maybe in a mess today that you walked yourself right into? I don't think it's God's intention for anybody to walk into a mess. I think it's God's intention for us to, to keep us from everything He can keep us from. But the key to that is being able to hear from Him, listen to Him. That's not to say we won't find ourselves in some difficult situations. Of course we will. Amen, and just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we're not hearing from God. Sometimes God will lead you right into a situation where you have to trust Him and have to believe Him. You can ask the children of Israel as they walk right down to the Red Sea with the Pharaoh's army bearing down on them. They were doing exactly what God said. They were hearing from God, but God led them into that situation so He could deliver them. God may take us into some difficult situations. That doesn't necessarily mean that we're not hearing from Him. It just means that God is setting us up for something else. But what I'm talking about today is the situations that we walk into 
because we're not hearing from Him. You know, I've got enough stuff in my life that's going to just happen because life happens that I don't need to create some other chaos to add to the normal stuff that I'm going to go through. Amen. Amen. Does anybody, anybody here looking for more problems? Anybody here saying, man, you know, I haven't had a problem in several weeks. I I really would like a good problem right now. I I would like a difficulty in my life. God, give me a difficulty. That's what I need. Of course not. But we often do that because we're not listening to Him, hearing from Him. When the text says the voice of the Lord was rare in those days, it's not meaning that God's not speaking. It just means that we weren't necessarily listening because God is always speaking. Believe me when I tell you this morning that God always speaks. God is always speaking. God is always communicating. God is always sharing His heart and His life with us. We just have to learn how to tune in. God still speaks to us today. That's not something that was relegated to the Old Testament or relegated to the times of the disciples. God is still a God who speaks to us and communicates with us on a regular basis today. God is not silent on the issues of my life and your life. Thank God. The problem is our inability sometimes, our struggle. More than inability, it's our struggle to hear what He is saying. Because God is not disengaged. God is not a silent observer of your life. God is very much an engaged God. And He still speaks today. God, I believe that He is always conversing with the Father on our behalf. Christ is sitting at the right hand of the Father and He is having conversations with the Father about our lives every single moment of every single day. He is our advocate and He is advocating on our behalf. He is always advocating life for you, future for you, hope for you. Good things are being advocated on your behalf. God is speaking There is a voice and we have to learn how to hear and stay tuned in to hear what God is saying. Now, here's the issue is that there's a lot of noise too, isn't there? There's a lot of noise in our world. There's a lot of distractions and confusion and all of these voices in the world that are speaking contrary to what God is speaking. And that works to drown out God's voice. And there's a lot of deception. There's a lot of distraction working to limit our ability to hear from God. And so the question for us is, how do I tune in to God past all the noise of the world? I believe that we can hear from God on a daily basis. I do. I believe that that's God's intention. That we have the kind of relationship with Him that we can hear from Him. Not on just a daily basis of, well, I meet with Him every 10 o'clock on every morning, but that He's an ongoing communicator in my life, that that in every single moment He has something to say about where I'm at and what I'm doing and what I'm thinking and what I'm engaged in. He's present. You know, I love the idea that we find in, um, in Scripture that not only are we in Christ, but Christ is in us. This idea of oneness with Jesus Christ, that He is just always present in, in the activity of my daily life. We need Him connected and involved in that. I believe that we can hear from Him on a daily basis and I believe that God's plan and His desire is to be an active part of your every single moment. He wants to be involved in it all. 
I believe that He wants to be present and engaged in every moment of our lives. And if we will learn to tune into Him and engage Him back, the provision of God's guidance and direction is always available. I really do not believe that God's intention for us is to have to go and search and seek out answers from Him, but rather for us to remain actively connected to Him, drawing from Him daily the direction and guidance needed. And I can tell you the scripture that backs that concept up is He tells us to abide in Him, to stay connected to Him, to stay plugged into Him. A lot of us live our lives this way. I do. We do. All of us do to some degree where we... Get disconnected. We, we lag behind our relationship with God a little bit. And then we have to go and try to connect with Him again. Seek Him out. Have a, have a moment in the altar where we find connection with God again. Or a moment in the car driving, praising Him, worshiping. Or just spending some time alone with Him and trying to get reconnected again. I believe that really what we could do if we would really engage ourselves to the point that, that we stay connected to God is that we would have that constant communion with Him and that would be unbroken in our lives. And I think that's what God wants. I think that's what God desires. Too many of us spend a lot of our time in our difficulties not finding the answers but finding the God of the answers. When we, if we just stay connected to Him, we can invest that time in finding what He has to say about what we're in and where we're at. We have to seek Him, yes. There's no question about that. Scripture's clear about that. But once we find Him, once you find Him, we have to stay connected to Him. We don't have to keep seeking Him if we keep following Him. That's good. I said we don't have to keep seeking Him if we keep following Him. It's when we lag behind and lose sight of where he's at that then we have to go on this journey of seeking him out, searching him out, reconnecting with him. Staying connected to God is the challenge. And so here's who God speaks to. You know, Pastor, who is it that God speaks to? Who is it that God uh, communicates with? God speaks to the person. And a person that is able to tune in past the noise of this world is a person who, when God speaks, they're listening for God's voice. You know, I, I really want to hear what God has to say about this situation in my life. Do you know that if you really approach decisions that way, that God will have something to say to you about that decision? But so many times we make decisions, we go through and fall through with those decisions, and then we want God's input on the backside instead of getting God's input on the front side. And we're all guilty of that. We get a whim, we get an idea, we get something in our minds and we do it and then we think, man, I probably should have prayed about that. I went and just spent $200,000 on a new house and maybe I should have prayed about that before I did that. Or I went and bought a new car, maybe I should have asked God about that before I went and did that. We ask God when we're about two payments late and we're like, God, do you really think I should have done this? And God's like, no, probably not, probably not. We have to stay connected to Him. But he speaks to those who are listening to his voice. He also speaks to those who remain close to him. Remaining close to him is the key. People who are ready to hear what God has to say are in a position to hear what God has to say. People who are ready to hear what God has to say are in a position to hear what God has to say. Our proximity to Christ is the key to our success. The closer we are, the better we are. Amen? 
the closer we stay to Him, the better off we're going to be. It's so much easier to hear what someone is saying when you're right next to them. It's very hard to hear in the other room or down the hallway or somewhere else completely. The closer we are, the better we hear. How do I tune in past the noise of this world? I get close and I stay close. You get close and you stay close. I stay familiar with Him and I stay familiar with His voice. So I challenge you to familiarize yourself with what God speaks, the way God speaks, and you will recognize God's voice when He speaks. Verse 2 says, And it came to pass at that time while Eli was lying down in his place and when his eyes had begun to grow so dim that he could not see, and before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord where the ark of God was, And while Samuel was lying down, that the Lord called Samuel. And he answered, Here I am. So he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. And he said, I did not call you. Go lay down again. And he went and lay down. Then the Lord called yet again Samuel. So Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. And he answered, I did not call my son. Lie down again. Verse 7, Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. Now when I read that, there's something curious here to me in the text that Samuel had been in the temple serving Eli since he was about three years old. He's he's 12 years old now when God begins to speak to him. And Samuel had been in the temple for years but did not recognize God's voice when God calls. How is that possible? How is that possible? Here's how it's possible. Because our walk with God is always a journey into a deeper relationship. Our walk with God is a journey into a deeper relationship. You are on a journey with God into a deeper relationship. The goal is that your relationship with God is better tomorrow than it is today. That I am progressing in a deeper, more uh, connected relationship with Jesus on a regular basis. Read again on verse 7. It says, Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet Revealed to him. So that word yet speaks of a journey that Samuel is moving toward a relationship with God and he is positioning himself to hear God's voice. It just hasn't happened yet. I want to say that to you today because some of you that maybe just, maybe you're new Christians and maybe you haven't been serving the Lord that long. And when we talk about these things, it's almost condemning if I'm not careful that, that I can hear, well, I'm not good enough to hear from God. I'm not deep enough relationally with God to hear from Him. But what I'm saying to you this morning is just because it hasn't happened doesn't mean it's not going to happen. And it's just about going into a deeper walk with Him. Yes, it's about seeking Him out. Yes, it's about a journey with God. And if you will pursue Him, you will get to the point where you can hear what God is saying and hear what He's saying to you on a regular basis. You're on a journey with God. We're all on a journey with God. My, my tomorrow needs to look better than my yesterday as far as my relationship with Jesus. Some of you are struggling to hear God's voice, but you have a desire to do so. And I want to encourage you this morning that if you will just continue deeper into your relationship with Jesus, if you will study and stay connected to God through His Word, I promise you God is speaking. He is speaking about your life. And if you will stay connected to Him, He will reveal His words to you. You learn to hear God's voice by desiring and trying to hear God's voice. It's a skill that has to be developed. There's nothing wrong with Samuel. 
Nothing wrong with Samuel. He had a heart for God because that was proven with his devotion to Eli. He just needed to learn to hear from God. And so here's the point I want to make is that our ability to hear from God has to be developed. You don't just get saved and suddenly God starts talking to you. It doesn't happen like that. You get saved and you start cultivating that relationship where you can start to hear from Him. The way you do that is by getting in the Word of God. Hear how God communicates. Hear what God has already said in His Word. And then when He starts to speak to you, there will be some familiarity between those two lines of communication. It's not just gifted. We're not just gifted with the ability to hear. The ability to discern His voice among the many voices of this world has to be cultivated and it has to be developed. We have to develop that skill and it takes a little time, it takes a little desire, and it takes becoming familiar with Him. You know that clear communication is based on familiarity. I know for my... I remember growing up in our household, we had a farm and... My dad was always working and we were always working with him. That was our life. We, we got up in the morning and we went out and we did something. And uh, my dad was not necessarily the best communicator. And uh, we would be working and he would need a certain tool and he would say to, to us, hey, go to the shop and give me that thing that I need to, to do this. Thing? What are you talking about? We had no idea. You know, give me that, that dilly, that deal that, that I need. You know, that's that stuff I, I need. That's the way he would communicate. And I would sit there and look at him all puzzled because I had no idea what he's talking about. And my brother, every single time, would get up and go exactly to the shop and get the exact thing that my dad needed and bring it back to him. They had a familiarity with each other that provided communication some clarity. Even though communication wasn't necessarily great, my brother understood it because of the connection between the two. April and I have gotten to the point now in our marriage where we now finish each other's sentences. You know you've been together too long when you're finishing each other's sentences. <laughs> I guess that's doing good, right? We're communicating. And so the closer we are, the longer we stay together, the better it is to understand what the other person is saying. And it's the same way with our relationship with God. The longer we walk with Him, the more we talk with Him, the more we stay engaged with Him, the easier it is for us to hear what He has to say to us in every single situation. We want to be able to hear from Him. You want to be able to hear from Him. It's necessary in the day and times that we're living. And the way you do that is spend time with Him. Can I just encourage you to spend time with God? Spend time in His Word. Spend time just just looking at the way He operates and the way He does things and you'll learn to hear what He is saying. Now another point I want to challenge us with is this, that Samuel was in the temple and Samuel, even though he was in the temple, did not recognize the voice of God. So let me ask you this. Is it possible for us to be in church and not be in Christ? Is it possible for us to be in church and not be in Christ? Because I read nowhere in Scripture, not one place in Scripture, where God says that you should be in church, but I hear a lot of places where God says we should be in Christ. Now that's not a pass not to come to church. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about being in church in the sense of this is all I'm connected to. We're supposed to be connected to Jesus, not just to the church. Is it possible that we can be in church and not be in Christ? 
I think it's very possible. And I think there's a lot of folks that have never taken that next step to actually build a relationship with Jesus. Samuel is at the point in his life where it's time for him to go to another level. He's been in the church, now he needs to be in Christ. And he needs to be in a relationship with God. And God is dealing with him and he's receptive to that. He's ready for that. He's looking for that. And so he's able to make that transition and God uses him in a great way. Here Samuel is on staff at a church. And yet he's not able to hear from God at this point in his life. And I think that that it's just a picture of what a lot of us go through as far as being Christians but not really being connected to Jesus Christ. We we come to church and, and we're involved in what God is doing but we're not connected to Him at a deep enough level where He's actually able to communicate to us directly. Can we be in His house and not be connected to Him? Of course we can. We can all go through the motions of church and never connect with the Savior. And again, our ability to hear from God is always a journey. Don't get stuck along the way. That's the challenge. Don't get stuck along along the way. Keep developing your relationship with God. And here is the secret to your Christian walk. Don't live it from a place of I can't. Live it from a place of can we, we operate so many times in our relationship with God from a place of I can't. And I'm going to tell you what, that is the most boring existence and the most binding, limiting existence you can have in a relationship with God. If you look at your world through everything that you can't do in your relationship with Christ, you are going to be discouraged in serving Jesus. But if you look at it as an opportunity of God opening doors and bringing you into deeper places and what God's trying to take you to and not just keep you from, then life is opened up to you in that. Jesus came to give us life and give us freedom and give us liberty. He did not come to give us bondage. God is speaking, but our ability to hear has to be developed. And so I just say to you, give yourself a little grace in the process as you develop that better relationship with Him because if you want it and you desire it, it will come. Verse 8, And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. So he arose and went to Eli and he said, Here I am, for you did call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down and it shall be if he calls you that you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went, down, went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood and called it as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, Speak, for your servant hears. How does God get Samuel to the place where Samuel can hear him? He uses Eli. He uses Eli. Eli realizes what's going on and he teaches Samuel how to hear from God and respond to God's call. And here's the last point, that God will use the voice of the church to get you to the voice of Christ. God will use the voice of the church to get you to the voice of Christ. Why is coming to church important? Because it is a stepping stone toward a deeper, better, more foundational relationship with Jesus Christ. It's not going to be, you're not going to be successful in your journey with God if you don't stay connected to others who are deeper and further along in their journey with God. We need a little spurring on from time to time. We need a little encouragement from time to time. We need some people who will invest in our lives and help us to go to the next level that's what Eli does for Samuel God used Eli to teach Samuel how to hear his voice and even though Samuel didn't recognize God's voice 
He was teachable and he allowed someone who could hear from God to help him hear from God. We need people in our lives that can help us on our journey. Amen. You've got to have somebody that you're letting input into your life, that you're letting speak into your life, that you're letting God through them indirectly speak to you and direct you and help you along the way. Samuel needed Eli and you need someone's help too. I also find it interesting in the text that when God called Samuel, Samuel thought it was Eli calling. God's voice sounded like Eli's voice to Samuel. Why is that? Because up until this point in Samuel's life, God's voice to Samuel had been spoken through Eli's voice. That's how. For many of you in your journey, God's voice to you has been spoken through me. Because I'm the one preaching to you. I'm the one teaching you discipleship. But there comes a point where you got to hear from God yourself. Where you got to get past just letting other people tell you about God. And you get to the point where you're really experiencing God for yourself. You know, I love to teach. I love to preach. I love to share God's Word with you. But I'm just encouraging you. You can't live on just what I give you. you got to learn to connect with Him yourself. And learn to draw from Him directly yourself. Amen. Well, Pastor, uh, I'd rather just listen to someone else tell me about God. Well, I get that. But if we will put our energy into it, I promise you the reward is great. God's voice sounded like Eli's voice to Samuel because that was God's voice to Samuel prior to God speaking to him directly. And that, the truth is this, that God speaks to us not only directly, but He also speaks to us indirectly. He speaks through both methods. He uses other people to communicate in your life. But He also speaks to you directly. And if your life is only being affected by God's voice indirectly, I'm challenging you to step up to another level where now you can hear what God is saying to you directly. All of us need people who can speak into our lives. That's why spiritual community, the church is so important. But we have to learn to hear from God ourselves. No one can direct your life except for God. And His direction may come to us indirectly, but it is always confirmed directly in us. God will tell you what He wants from you. You know, I love to have people come along and say, I feel like God's saying this about your life, but I want to hear it for myself. I want God to confirm it to me myself. I don't need anybody directing my destiny. I want God to direct my destiny. I want you to come and confirm what God is already saying to me. God may use the voice of the church to get you to the voice of Christ, but His plan is always to get you to tune into Him directly. Would you come to the keys? It's always good for us to have trusted advisors, trusted counselors, people who speak God's words into our life, but I can just tell you that it's no substitute for learning to hear from God yourself. Man cannot define your destiny and your future. Only God can do that. And so we have to be able to hear from Him. Stand with me across this place. How do I know it's God's voice speaking to me? How do I know it's God's voice speaking to me? Here's here's just a little shortcut or a little way that you can instantly know. God's voice never divides. God's voice never condemns. God's voice never accuses. God's voice never curses. God is not condemning. God is convicting. 
Condemnation brings us into bondage, but conviction brings us into freedom. And so God's voice is always about taking you out of limitation and into a better, more fruitful life. It's good to have people that can help you discern the difference between God's voice and the noise of this world. God is speaking. Let's develop the ability to hear what He is saying and know that God will use the church and spiritual community to help you develop the ability to hear from God. You learn to hear from God by being around people who know how to hear from God. That's how you learn. There is a voice. It is the voice of God and He is providing provision for us, guidance for us, and He is readily available to those who will develop a relationship with Him that gives them the ability to hear Him. With every head bowed and every eye closed across this room this morning. Maybe some of you are here in this this service today and you're struggling to hear from God. You're, You're saying, Pastor, it's been... Maybe it's been years for some of you since you've heard from God and you really felt God speaking into your life. I know in my own life I've gone through seasons where I felt like I was completely disconnected from what God was saying and what God was speaking. We all go through those seasons. This morning, let God reestablish a connection with you. Let's tune back into His voice and let's begin to hear Him speak to us again. Maybe you're hearing you say, Pastor, I want to learn how to hear from God on my own. I've been living off secondhand information long enough and I'm ready to get it firsthand from Him. God's here. God will help you. God will give you that ability to hear from Him if you will just position yourself with Him and tune in to what He's saying. We cannot rely on other people always to hear what God is saying. We've got to be able to hear Him ourselves. And so if you're here this morning, you say, Pastor, I need God's touch. I need to be able to hear from God. I've got situations in my life that I need God to speak to. Give me guidance and direction. Then I'm going to invite you to come. We want to pray for you this morning and ask God to touch your situation to help communicate to you the things that you need to get the direction and the guidance that you need for this situation in your life. Would there be anybody that says, that's me, I need God's help this morning. I'm struggling. I'm having difficulty, I'm having some problems, and I feel like I cannot get through to the Lord. Let God reconnect you this morning. Amen. Let me pray for you this morning. Father, I thank you that, God, you are in this place, that you're working in lives, Lord. We thank you that we know you are always speaking to us. You are always communicating. And, God, if we would have the desire and the willingness to draw close to you, we will be able to hear what you have to say. I believe that, God, you are very much involved in every moment of our lives if we'll allow it. And so, Father, I just pray for the people in this church today that, God, we would make room in our lives for your voice. We would make room in our lives for you. That, God, we would minimize the distractions and all the noise of this world and try to hone in and connect with what you are doing and saying over us. I pray your blessing over this people today, God. We thank you for your touch. We pray your blessing on those that are traveling and those that are going to be traveling on vacations, Lord. It's summertime. And we just pray that this be a time of refreshing, renewal, restoration, and that, God, your people would be reinvigorated with your life 
and your plans. And we ask these things today in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you have enjoyed and been encouraged by this message. We'd love for you to join us at the river on Sunday mornings at 945 for Sunday school and at 1030 for morning worship. We also provide our midweek service for all ages on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. If you'd like to support the various ministries at the river, please go to our giving tab. We'd love for you to visit us at 1110 South Preston Street in Burkrenet, Texas. And as always, we encourage you to come experience life with us at the river. Till I found myself face down on your shore. Say, come to the river.